Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss things that will make you more effective at work by focusing on your personal development. The host of this show is Dennis Fredericks, and we're ready to go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Ambitious Leader Podcast. The goal of this podcast is to bring you ideas and inspiration that make you think and that probably or hopefully give you a way to reach more in an easier way because that is what I do. I work with ambitious leaders who want to grow and that personal growth, that is exactly the subject of today. Today I'm going to indicate to you why your personal growth isn't something that happens incrementally. And I know that when I make that statement then I'm approaching it a bit different than the mainstream in the coaching industry. Because a lot of things that happen these days in the coaching industry is building insights. Now. I have seen in the many results that I get from my clients that building insights is actually not enough. And that doesn't make that real big transformation that somebody needs if he really wants to grow. And there once was a client, it is a long-term client, so he knows me well and I know him very well. And he really nailed it. And he said from, well, I've seen a lot of people who work with you and or they really love what you do and they really get great results out of it or they absolutely detest it and it doesn't bring them anything. And he absolutely nailed it by saying it like that. And I got thinking about it. Why is that happening? Because indeed I also see those differences. And what is the difference then? Is it that I do something differently? Is it that the people are into the coaching in a different mindset or is it the synergy between each other? Well, the thing that I discovered there was the fact that those people who really make that big transformation, who really get out of a lot of results of my coaching, that are the people who don't build on insights, who don't make those small incremental steps. They suddenly make a big turn. And that's also how I experienced it in my own personal life. Real transformation doesn't come slowly. It kicks in. It suddenly is there. And most of the time it comes in a pretty hard way, perhaps even with a traumatic experience. The big transformation really happens in that one moment where you are tired of feeling tired and where you are sick of feeling sick of it all. And that is where the real transformation kicks in. You can almost compare it with people who had a near-death experience. Then suddenly everything changes in their lives. For example, people who had a really bad car accident, they get out of that car accident alive and suddenly they see life completely different and they prioritize things completely different in life. Or people who had a really traumatic experience, like for example losing a child, then suddenly everything changes. Suddenly their view on the world is completely different. To explain that I will go back to my basis and in the beginning of my career I worked for several years in the field of lean manufacturing and lean management. 
and it has a lot of Japanese words who describe very precisely some methodologies or some approaches for change. And two of those words are what we are going to use right now. It's kaikaku and kaizen. So let me explain those words. You have to look at it from a perspective of a car manufacturing company and you are really into production. Then you have the normal production area where the production just from a day-to-day -day basis occurs. And in the sides, you also have the innovation things, the new technology that, uh, that happens, the, the new approach, the new machinery that is built up. And then there is that one moment when the old process is changed by the new process. That moment where the new innovative machinery is installed and then the process switches from the old machinery to the new machinery. And the day before the old machinery was still running, the day after the new machinery is running. So that is really a step change, really a breakthrough change. And that is what is called Kaikaku. Opposite to that is Kaizen. Kaizen are the small everyday changes, the small steps that you can make every day to build up and to upgrade the things that you are doing. But you are still building on the same technology and on the same way of working. It are small changes, it are small adaptions. And that is Kaizen. Now, when we apply that to your personal growth, then of course we're not talking about new or innovative technology. Then we are actually talking about your mindset and how you look at the world. So we could say that when you have a Kaikaku moment, that is the moment where suddenly your mindset shifts and where your view at the world suddenly shifts, that you are into a new framework and that you experience things suddenly completely different. It's that one moment where your car crashes and you suddenly see life completely different. It's that one moment where lightning strikes in and boom, suddenly you realize things that you didn't realize before. And that, of course, is something completely different than the Kaizen approach, where every day you gain a little insight and every day you learn a little bit. And where you, by every insight, you think for yourself from, hey, that's interesting. Perhaps I can use that somewhere in my career or somewhere in my approach. But the real framework, the real view on the world is not changed. Now, I'm not saying that the Kaizen approach has no value. It surely has value, but it only has value after a Kaikaku moment, after that major shift, after that moment where you suddenly realize from, I'm sick of feeling sick of this entire situation. And when you make that decision to really make that change, to really implement that new framework of how you look at the world, then the Kaizen approach and then the small insights can be very handy to build up, of course, that new framework. Now, the big question here is, how do you get to that major shift? How do you get to that Kaikaku moment? 
that really is a very annoying question. And I've been struggling with that question for myself for several years. Because I love to listen to inspirational speeches and to nice stories where people have overcome a very bad childhood and suddenly they, they realize it and they come over it and then they are the big success man. Um, or people who had a traumatic experience and then suddenly realize that they should approach it completely different. But for me, everything was actually running smooth. I had a good childhood. I was approaching adulthood in a very easy way. I built up my career. I even built up my own company. Very smooth. Everything was going. So I never really had that idea from, hey, I need to overcome something. And then I realized, based on this Kaikaku idea, that you need to have that major shift moment. But where could I find that major shift moment? It was just all running very smooth. Should I really hope for a big disaster or traumatic experience to kick in? And perhaps you're struggling with the same question here. Well, to explain that, I'm going to introduce you to the hero's journey. It is a framework of seven steps. Well, depending on which literature that you read about it, there are a few steps more or a few steps less. But in general, it's all the same and it are more or less the same phases that you go through. And that hero's journey is a framework for telling stories. And it's a framework that once you know how it works, that you will recognize it in so many stories. And you will also recognize it in books and you will recognize it in, in Hollywood movies. Um, because it is a fundamental description of how real transformation happens. So let's go over those seven steps of the hero's journey. And you can imagine that you yourself are the hero in your own story. Or you can think of a nice movie that you've seen and then try to recognize those seven steps into it. Well, it all starts just very easy. Things are normal, things are going good, uh, things are just the way they are. And then suddenly there is that call to adventure. It is the beginning of everything. It is the beginning of the moment where the hero, who does not yet know that he is a hero, is challenged or given information to go into the unknown. And in many cases, to make it a bit more dramatic, of course, there is a bit of a refuse in it. So that the, the future hero is not really accepting his faith or his path to go into the unknown and that he struggles with the information that he gets and that he doesn't know what to do with it because everything is just normal and, and we want to keep it normal like that. And once the hero has accepted the challenge and really understood the call to go on an adventure, then the real story starts. And of course, in the beginning, it's all very hard. It's very unknown and the hero doesn't know how to go and in which way to go and probably he gets lost in different areas and in different ways and he's struggling and then there is the second step the supernatural aid there is some mentor that comes in there is some magical help that comes in and that guides the hero on his path into the right direction 
Now, of course, it doesn't go all very easy. There are a lot of challenges and there are a lot of temptations on the path. And the hero is constantly challenged and he constantly has to overcome things. He also has to struggle with a lot of temptations. Things that are willing to bring him out of his path to get him away from his real goal. And that struggling phase can take up a long time. And sometimes the hero also just want to quit it because all those challenges and temptations, they are not easy and they are not fun. But then the next step comes in, the revelation. It is the moment where the hero suddenly sees it, suddenly knows what to do, suddenly realizes which transformations he has to make for himself to really complete his journey. And this is the Kaikaku moment. Because by all those challenges and by all those temptations that happened before, he is now in a situation where it is up or out, where it is life or death. Now, of course, the realization is not yet enough. The real transformation now kicks in. And that's the fifth step, the transformation. The hero really gains his power. The hero really knows what to do, knows exactly how to fight a dragon, knows exactly how to win, and he's ready for that fight. And after that fight, the next step comes in. The atonement. Things tend to normalize again. The hero has won. The hero knows his powers. The hero knows that he's a hero. He knows what to do. He has the powers now inside his hands. He has reached the state of enlightenment. He knows what to do and how to approach it. But it's not yet over. Things have to normalize even more. He's now aware of everything that he has and everything that he can do. But he has to return, and that's the seventh and last step, he has to return to a normal life again. A normal life where everything runs, where everything is running smooth, but with a big transformation behind himself. And that new life is a life of mastery and a life of freedom, free of struggle, free of regrets, free of temptations and knowing and building upon your own inner strength. Now, of course, there is a lot more to say about that hero's journey if you really want to go into the details. But even with this small explanation about those seven steps, if you realize that for yourself and if you can see through those eyes to your reality and know in which stage of your hero's journey you are, then you know how close or how far away you are from your real transformation, your kaikaku moment. So you don't have to hope for a near-death experience or you don't have to hope for a traumatic experience to get to that kaikaku moment and to really come to your transformation. You just have to be very attentive to the stages of your hero's journey and especially for the call to adventure because that is the point where it all starts. And if you are in a situation where everything is going very smooth, then probably you're living your life too easy. And probably you're playing the game too small. Now I know that's hard to realize because of course we all want to have it in an easy way. And of course we all want to have that our lives run smoothly. But if you are on that hero's journey, then you know you have to go through those challenges and temptations 
to really come to that moment of revelation, the moment where your real Kaikaku moment kicks in, the moment just before your real transformation and to understand and to really hear that call to adventure, you have to build in a form of stillness for yourself so that you allow yourself to listen to that small voice somewhere inside yourself that is calling you for your adventure and that is calling you for your big transformation. And sometimes that voice is very quiet and you have to listen very attentive to it. And sometimes for some people it will just also be a very yelling voice with a big traumatic experience that you suddenly know from, okay, I'm into this moment. This is my moment. I need to do it. But it also can happen that everything runs smooth and that you just have to discover from where can I start my own hero's journey. And even when you have to step out of your smooth and easy life, it's absolutely worth it to go through your hero's journey and to go for that search for your Kaikaku moment, the moment where the real transformation happens. Because there has been a study around people who made such big transformations and what they reported as the biggest effects of it. And I'm going to sum it up for you. People are reporting a greater appreciation of life, a higher self-esteem, greater compassion for others, less concern for acquiring material wealth, a heightened sense of purpose and self-understanding, better desire to learn, an elevated spirituality, greater ecological sensitivity and planetary concern, and a feeling of being more intuitive. It are all great things and I think there are a lot of people out there who want those effects. But you will never get those effects if you don't go through your hero's journey. And if you really want to strive for those effects, well then probably you are ready to start your quest. Or perhaps already on your way and you're already somewhere on your hero's journey's path. And if you continue your path or even if you upgrade your challenges and you make it much harder for yourself, then you probably you will get to a point where you say enough is enough and now I'm sick of feeling sick or I'm tired of feeling tired. And that is the moment that you need to have that big transformation. So be very attentive to the phase you're in. And then question for yourself how you can upgrade that phase so you are ready to go to the next phase. And if you are really ready to make that big transformation, well, then I think it's very useful for us to have a conversation. Because people who really want to make that big transformation and who are not interested in making those small incremental changes well, that are the people that I'm looking for because that are my ideal star clients. The ones that are really looking for that big transformation, for those real breakthroughs. The ones that are brave enough and ready for that split second where they realize from now on everything will be completely different. Such a moment can come out of inspiration. It can come out of a desire for a brighter future. It can even come out of a bad situation that you don't want to accept anymore. 
So if you are ready for your big transformation or if you want to discover where your transformation could start, then we should come in contact. And you can do so by going to the website thehappinessfactory.be forward slash ENG in capital letters and ENG is from English. Then you come on the English version of the website and on the right upper corner you will see the work with me navigation link. Then it will bring you to a page that gives you all the information on how it is to work with me and to start your big transformation. You can also go to the contact page. The navigation link is also in the right upper corner. And then you find all my contact information to just get in contact with me and to have a talk. If you're not yet ready for that big transformation, but this episode triggered you in some way, then perhaps it's a good idea to join the free Ambitious Leader community. That's a free Facebook group that you can join. And in that community, we can discuss all the information that I put out. So information like this podcast episode, but also my blog posts, uh, my small videos. And you can discuss the content of those videos and blog posts and podcasts with me in person or with other members of that group that are other ambitious leaders who also want to strive to reach more in an easier way. You can find that group very easily by just going to Facebook and type in Ambitious Leader Community. You can also find the link if you go to the website thehappinessfactory.be forward slash ENG in capital letters. On the contact page there is the link to this free Facebook group. Okay. That was it for this episode. I hope it inspired you. I hope it gave you a lot of insight about a possibility for real change and for real transformation in yourself. And next week I will create a summary of this episode that's always easy for a reference or for a small introduction on the subject. The week after, I will be back with a new and very interesting interview episode. So stay tuned and enjoy your discovery of your personal hero's journey. Bye.
intro and outro of this podcast is made with the royalty-free music of bandsound.com.